Welcome to the Seek First CEO Podcast, a community for high-achieving kingdom women committed to seeking God first and keeping God first in all we do. If you believe you're called to impact the world through your gifts, then you're in the right place. Hi, friend. I'm Heather, teacher turned speaker and your host of the Seek First CEO Podcast. I'm passionate about helping ambitious, servant-hearted women find their worth in whose they are, not what they do. As a certified master neuroscience life coach, I help you connect the dots between biblical principles and brain science so you can take your thoughts captive and be transformed by the renewing of your mind. I don't do surface, so we go deep here and we talk about the stuff underneath the surface because I wanna help you get to the source of your heart set and mindset roadblocks so you can have breakthrough by aligning your heart and mind with biblical truths. If your heart's desire is to grow in your relationship with Jesus, while fearlessly fulfilling your purpose and calling, then let's open up the word together and see what the Holy Spirit has to say about living your life in flow with Him. Are you ready? Then get excited for today's episode. Girlfriend, if you missed Business Tree Bootcamp, I cannot encourage you enough to get inside of the Seek First CEO Facebook group and catch all of the replays there is a workbook and there are the replays that will be there for the next week for you to binge on we are wrapping up q1 of 2022 can you even believe that you know it seems like we just started the new year yesterday and here we are walking into q2 if you need some fresh fire on your business some fresh fire on who you are in christ and who who god really wants to be in your business how he wants to co-labor with you, then Business Tree Bootcamp is going to change the way you do business in Q2 and for the rest of your life. I am sharing with you today the final day of Business Tree Bootcamp where we are talking about fear and how the enemy has been using fear to hold you back from doing the very thing God created you to do. So this one's a long one. And if you want to watch it live, you can go into the Facebook group If you want to listen to it while you're going on a walk or working out at the gym, this is for you. But I cannot encourage you enough to go listen to the boot camp. You know, listen, I think we walk through things in life and while we're in the fire, we wonder why did God let that happen? Why did God allow us to go through those things? And I've I've asked those questions to him myself. And this week was evidence of God's faithfulness and his mercy and his grace and his sovereignty and his kindness and you know, I know you have walked through things in your life too that you wonder, God, why did I why did I have to go through that? And I just want to encourage you today if you still have been questioning and maybe you're in the middle of something right now that you're wondering, God is not going to waste anything. And he promises that he will use all things for good for those who love him and who are called according to his purpose. Business Tree Bootcamp was just that. And at the end of Business Tree Bootcamp, I share with you my brand new membership program opportunity for kingdom CEOs, women who really want to co-labor, collaborate, and strategize with the Lord as they grow in their faith and grow in their business. So stick around to the very end if you want to hear my heart. I, I pour out everything. There is, I, I cry and I share with you really the culmination of what God has been doing over my life over the last eight years. And so I'm so excited, so honored, so blessed to be able to share with you the vision the Lord has given me. And I am just praying that you are blessed by this episode. So without further ado, I'm going to let you hop into the episode. And if you feel so led to look into the business tree, the school of business tree, seek first school of business tree is actually the name. 
uh, I encourage you to pray about it and ask the Lord if you are supposed to be a founding member. And if that's you, I cannot wait to see you on the inside. Hello, hello, happy Friday. Happy day five of Business Street Boot Camp. I don't know about you. Did that go fast? It went fast for me. This has been an awesome week, and I hope you have been blessed and learning some new things. So we are going to wrap this thing up today with our last final day of Business Street Boot Camp. We're going to talk about fear. So we've got about 30 seconds, and we're going to get started and do this thing. All right. Hello. As you're popping on, say hello. Any good plans for the weekend? I have got a very full weekend. I don't know about you if you've ever launched anything or done something like this where you've done a, a, a challenge or a webinar. Man, so much energy goes into it, but I am so pumped. Hey, Julia, but, that I am looking forward to spending some really good time with my family this weekend and exhaling. I actually get energized from this stuff, so... Um, I don't feel drained at the same time. Um, you know, it's just one of those things where I'm excited to just unplugged, have a Sabbath. So we're doing a movie night tonight with our church, with our kiddos. And tomorrow I'm taking my kid to a roller skating birthday party. And then Sunday we'll, we'll just hang out as a family. So, all right. So our timer is down. It is 11 o'clock here on the East Coast in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. So wherever you are, let's pray. Let's dive in. So Father God, thank you for this day. Lord, thank you for this entire week. I just thank you for the hungry hearts that want to know more about you, want to know more about doing business and life with you. And so Lord, I just pray for every woman that is here, Holy Spirit, as you've just continuing to, to prepare her heart and her mind and stretch her heart and her mind. Lord, we just give you permission, whatever you want to say today. Father, I pray over the words that are coming out of my mouth, that they are glorifying and honoring to you, that they are not pointing any woman to any other place, but to you first and foremost, because God, you are our source. Everything else is a resource. I thank you for this opportunity. I thank you for technology. And we ask all of this in Jesus's holy name. Amen. All right. Business tree boot camp day five. We're going to be talking about fear. And so we are going to be talking about how do you fearlessly fulfill your calling in a fear-filled world? One of the enemy's most common and most paralyzing strategies, it's fear. And I think it's really evident over the last couple of years that, that we see it. We see it at work and we see it working. And it's actually really stirred, I think, a lot of believers' hearts once you actually see a lot of what's going on. And we realize, guys, we are not warring against people. We're not warring against the government. We're not warring against our family. We're not warring against our neighbors. We are warring against the principalities, the powers, the rulers of the darkness, the kingdom of darkness. And I shared yesterday that it's not even a fair fight. When we look at our side, our army, the army of God, we are part of the army of God. Not only that, but we've got angels. Two thirds of the angels are still on God's side. And we also have God and Jesus and the Holy Spirit on our side. So come on, like comment in the comments. If you understand, it's not a fair fight. We already have the advantage. And we already have 
the victory. So when you are looking at your business and you are trying to do it, are you operating from a place of victory? You've already won. Do you have that perspective once you are going after a goal, when you are doing something that is scary? And so fear is one of those things that the enemy loves to use to creep in, to keep you stuck, to keep you burnt out, to keep you overwhelmed. And there's all kinds of reasons for that. And we're going to dive in today. We're going to talk about fear and how it's been holding you back and how you can break through fear and not just look at fear as um, an obstacle, but really look at fear as an opportunity, an opportunity to let Jesus shine through you for the world to see. Because truth is we see what's going on and it it's very concerning, right? Um, whether it's the the wars or the the viruses or the political, uh, just uh, the, the the racism, like all these things that are just stirring and dark, right? There's a purpose for that. The enemy is trying to instill fear and hate and division and doubt and discouragement and all of these things. And we're going to look at fear, not just as an obstacle, but as an opportunity to be the hands and feet of Jesus, to be the light of the world and to share hope with the world. All right. Really the way we do that is we are going to do what we've been talking about all week. We're going to be seeking him first. So I don't know about you, but I love to travel. Do you like traveling? I love it. And I've missed it so much the last few years that has changed. And not just that, but even because we had a third baby in 2018, our life kind of changed going from two to three traveling on an airplane or even a car ride. It has just changed the dynamics. We'd still do it, but it looks a little different than when we had one baby, two babies. So traveling is probably one of my favorite things to do. And it was really um, it really was one of my favorite things about network marketing. I literally got to travel around the world for free, take my babies to Costa Rica, Bahamas, Jamaica, like all these crazy, awesome places for free. And so that is one thing I do miss from network marketing was like, you always have these scheduled vacations. Um, and I actually am going on a trip in, in a couple of weeks. I'm going on a business retreat and I am so excited. I cannot wait. I can't wait to fly. I can't wait to, to travel. So if you like traveling, I would love for you to drop me in the comments, your favorite place that you've ever gone. Where is your favorite place that you have ever gone? I would love to know. Uh, we're actually talking about for our family right now, where are we going to go this summer? So we want to keep it close enough that we can drive. Uh, we're still just not quite ready to take all three kids flying, especially with all the stuff going on now. Um, but I would love to know where it has been your favorite destination favorite destination. Hey, Asia. Hi, Katie. Good morning, Whitney. Hello, everyone. So good to see your faces. Julia, you just went to Paris. Yes, girl. I followed you on that trip. I was living vicariously through you. Um, St. Thomas. Yes. San Diego on the West Coast. Texas. Whitney, my husband is from Texas and we actually lived in Texas. So Texas is a great place. I know a couple of you in here are from Texas. Awesome. Well, let me tell you about one of my vacations. I had the opportunity to go to Hawaii two different times. One on a training event. I was able to train uh, in, in Hawaii, which was so cool. Like it was a business write-off. I mean, the best thing ever. Um, and then I also got to go for pleasure another time. And so Hawaii has been one of my most favorite places that I have ever been. Um, one of those times in particular, one was a super fast trip. It was kind of crazy. I was super pregnant and uh, it was just a really fast trip. But another one, we was there, we were there for a week and it was one of those vacations where it wasn't really a relaxing vacation. It was one of those vacations where we did literally everything. We drove around the island, we island hopped, we did all the things. And one of those things we got to do was snorkeling. 
All right. And so we went to the North Shore and we woke up super early, rode this van to be able to snorkel. And uh, I just like the, the landscape and layout of Hawaii is just absolutely amazing. Have any of you been to Hawaii? Um, you can drop Aloha in the comments if you have. I cannot wait to take my family back there, my kiddos. I want to do it when they're a little bit older and they can really, really appreciate it. But one of the days we went snorkeling and uh, anyone here love the beach, but you're not a great swimmer. Okay, that's me. I love the beach. I actually don't even think of vacation as a vacation unless it has a beach involved. There's water and sand in my toes. Um, and so the truth is though, like I'm not a great swimmer. I can swim to save my life, but I am not a really good swimmer. And so we decided to go snorkeling because it seemed like the right thing to do on this vacation where you're going to Hawaii. And so I wanted to see what the view was from like underneath the water. I'd seen these amazing pictures of all the, the water life and the corals and the fish. And I wanted to see it, but let me just say, I tried to go snorkeling. I can't actually tell you guys I went snorkeling. I tried, but I never actually did it. And why? Well, really simple fear. I let fear take over my mind. Y'all, I had like a panic attack with the snorkel gear and my feet kicking and my arms at the same time. And I felt like I just needed a floaty and I couldn't do it. And there were no floaties. And I freaked myself out. I could not get everything to work. All right, it looks like I had a little bit of a disconnection. Let me see if it comes back. Okay, I think we are back. Are we back? Yes, we're back. Okay, it said I had an unstable connection, which hallelujah, I haven't had that all week. So we are just gonna come against the enemy and the airwaves. The enemy is the prince of the air. And so I just rebuke that. In the name of Jesus, we're gonna have a great live stream here. All right, in Jesus' name. So all that to say, I never got to go snorkeling and I'm determined determined to do it because I know how my brain works. I know that I can actually prepare myself for this trip next time that I will be prepared for snorkeling. But I have a question for you today. How many of you are enjoying your business on the surface? Like I had to sit on the beach and it was pretty and it was good, but you're letting fear get in the way from going deeper. You're letting fear get in the way from going from this level of glory to the next level of glory. You're letting fear get in the way of actually fulfilling the bigger calling, the bigger picture, the bigger vision that God created you for. Friends, the truth is that John 10, 10 says the thief comes only to st steal, kill and destroy. But I have come. Jesus has come that they may have life and have it to the full. And we talked all about abundance on Wednesday. I believe it was um, Wednesday was all about abundance. And so what does the Bible say about abundance? And that's another version of this, that Jesus came so they may have life, a life of abundance, right? More than you could ever ask or imagine. The enemy has one goal. He is after souls. And one of the ways he knows that he can prevent more souls from entering into the kingdom of God is that when he makes God's army of children, you and me, the ones who should be the light, who are called to be the light and the salt of the earth that are on a hill in a city that cannot be hidden, 
when he prevents them from actually shining, from actually using the power that we have through the Holy Spirit, that dunamis power we talked about the other day, that dunamis power, that love that we have, the sound mind, the self-discipline that we should have. And he makes us fearful. Fear does something to a person. It really, what it does is it creates bad fruit. And often fear keeps us stuck, never actually getting to the very place God wants to take us so that he can use us there. So what is fear? Fear, literally the definition is an intensely unpleasant emotion in response to perceiving or recognizing a danger or a threat. Now, there are different types of threats and dangers. They could be literal physical ones. They could be emotional ones. They could be psychological ones. or they And they also can be real legit things that are happening or they can be the ones that are actually imagined. One of my favorite coaching questions is, is that true or is that the story you're telling yourself? Sometimes we tell ourselves stories that we start to believe and they're rooted in fear. And so what if we stopped looking at fear of what if and we start looking at faith, the what ifs of faith, the what ifs of good things. So there's this thing that's literally wired in us to keep us safe to keep us comfortable and to keep us familiar. That is how your brain is wired. And so when fear comes in, it is an attack. It is a threat, sometimes very real, but sometimes more emotional, psychological, and imagined. Chances are you've probably heard fear, some of the acronyms for it, false evidence appearing real, or maybe you've heard the forget everything and run. But what if we experienced fear? Because here's the deal, fear's coming. Fear is coming. So it's not like we just want to act like we are oblivious to what's going on in the world. No, no, no. Fear is coming. But fear is a tactic and a tool of the enemy where God wants to use it as a solution and not have you fear the enemy, but fear the Lord, because the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. So what if we saw fear as a challenge and we were able to actually partner with the Lord, kick the enemy in the teeth by looking at fear in the face and being actually fearless. Fearless is, by definition, free from fear. Y'all, this could have been me. I tried actually when I was creating this <laughs> to like put my face on the on the little photo there for you guys to see, but it didn't look very real. Um, it was pretty comical. But y'all, I didn't get to see the view from down under. I didn't get to go deeper with the Lord in my business or, or well, in, in the snorkeling, literally, but sometimes we do this with business. We let fear take over and we are not free from fear. We're full of fear. And so my heart for you today is to become free from fear, from a biblical perspective and from a brain science perspective. For those of you that don't know, I'm a certified neuroscience coach. I was passionate about the brain for a very long time and to help myself get over what was going on in my brain that I couldn't figure it out. I ended up getting a certification and it's part of the methods that I use in my own coaching and training. So I'm going to share a little bit about that with you guys today, but the Bible has a lot to say about fear. Fear not for I am with you fear not for I am your God. There's another scripture that says for God gave us not a spirit of fear, but of power of love and of self-control or a sound mind or self-discipline. I love this one. There is no fear in love, but perfect love cast out fear. 
For fear has to do with punishment and whoever fears has not been perfected in love. This verse to me screams, who is God? Do you actually know who God is and do you believe it? There's a, there's a difference between knowing it in your head and living it out in your heart. So do you see a common thread with all of these lessons? Remember when I said that we are answering the two most important questions every single day. We're answering them very subconsciously. Actually, you make 80 to 90% of your daily decisions based off your subconscious beliefs. What you, we're not proactively saying, okay, do I think that I am safe? Do I think that I am, um, you know, I, I have value? No, you just make decisions automatic based off of what's in your subconscious. The key to living kingdom is to get God's truths into your subconscious and into your heart, because out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks out of the abundance of the heart is where you're making decisions every single day. So when fear comes in the way, what do you believe in your heart and in your head actually? And that's, what's going to come out. That's the fruit you're going to see. So again, these two important questions that you should be asking yourself every single day. And I encourage you as you're spending time in the word, um, one of the things that I've loved starting to do over the last um, year or so is looking for God's character and nature as I'm reading the word. So if it says something like, God, um, I'm trying to think of an example, like, um, God showed mercy to blah, blah, you know, to, to his children. Well, I'm like, oh, wait, wait, God is merciful. That is a character of God. God is merciful. Noted. I write that down. Um, and so just starting to look for the character and nature of God and Jesus and the Holy spirit, that's going to help you really understand who is God. We see his character and nature all throughout scripture. And so that is the same God we serve today. And one of not just the character and nature of God, but literally the Bible says that God is love. God is love. And we know that perfect love casts out all fear. Remember when I told you the other day about money, you can't give what you haven't received. The same goes for the love of God. You can't love other people the way that God intends you to if you have not received the love of God. This is mind-blowing. What do you believe about God? What do you believe about his love? When you believe God is who he says he is and he is doing what he promised that he would do, perfect love cast out all fear. So there is no fear in love. And when we truly know who God is and that he loves us, we can look fear in the face and say, back off. Do you know who my dad is? Do you know who my Abba father is? Get out of here. I see the strategy of the enemy, but I'm not falling for it. I'm not falling for fear. I'm going to follow faith in God. So let's talk about the results that you get when you fall for fear, when you actually fall into the trap. And again, these things are hardwired in you. And so these are very natural responses to fear. Again, these are things that are literal. Like if someone broke into your home, that's a literal threat. Hallelujah, that we have a fight, flight, or freeze response. I hope your response is to run, like get out, right? To get free or fight. Hopefully it's not freeze. Um, although I've heard stories that that's what people do. They just literally are frozen and so traumatized by that moment. They don't know what to do. And so some of these, again, are very little, but in your business, I would imagine that like 99.9% of the fear that you have is not true. It's actually things that you're making up in your mind or the enemy has planted seeds in your mind. So these are your options. You're going to fight, you're going to flight, or you're going to freeze. And I would imagine that some of you already know, oh, my typical response, I'm going to fight for it. 
if you're like that fighter mentality, like I am, and that's really how I spent the most five years, the first five years of my entrepreneurial career, I fought for it. I was like, I see a goal and I'm going to fight for it. And I fought so much that I was burnt out, overwhelmed. I had an autoimmune disease. I was stressed out to the max, but I was successful by the world standards. I had all the accolades, but where did that get me? Burnout, tired, wanting to throw in the towel, wondering how did I even get here? And why am I still not satisfied? I have all of this stuff, but I'm still not satisfied. My heart is for you, my friend. You have big, ambitious goals. Great. But don't get to the top and then realize you're still dissatisfied. The only thing that's going to truly satisfy you in, in your entrepreneurial journey and as in your life in general, it is Jesus. And until you find his all, nothing else will satisfy you. Maybe you're the type that you're going to run away. Right. You, you set the goal, you write it in your, your journal, you put it on your vision board, your prayer board. And yet every time it goes to push play, every time it goes to go live, every time it goes, you know, it's your turn to, to, to make that decision. You, you just run away because you're so scared of maybe what other people will think, or what if you fail? And then again, maybe the frozen, I know a lot of you are stuck right now. You are stuck and you don't know which way to go. What do I do next? These are all strategies of the enemy and he wants to keep you stuck because he knows that you are a threat to the kingdom of darkness when you are walking with courage and confidence, walking out your calling. So I want to share with you today, you no longer have to do these three things, fight, flight, or freeze. You don't have to fight because Deuteronomy 24 says God will fight for, for you. You have his victory for the Lord your God is he who goes with you to fight for you against your enemies to give you the victory. Can I get an amen? We still have to show up to the battle, but we don't have to fight in our own strength. We don't have to try to get that next level of success in our own strength. We get to partner and co-labor with the Lord to do it with us. He fights our battles for us. We show up with our natural excellence. He puts the super on it. Bam, we got the victory. That's the kind of life I want to live. We don't have to flight. You do not have to run away every time you start to feel insecure, every time you start to wonder and have doubts. Luke 15, 20 says, so he returned home to his father. And while he was still a long way off, his father saw him coming filled with love and compassion. He ran to his son, embraced him and kissed him. Jesus, God is the definition of love, the epitome of love. I don't even think we're ever going to even wrap our heads around that until we get to see him face to face. God is love. So we don't have to run away from the thing. We get to run into the arms of Jesus, the very one who died on the cross for you. And we get to go face first into this thing fearless, free of fear, courageous, which is what the Bible says to be strong and courageous. And last, if you are that one that gets stuck and you get frozen, John 8, 32 says, and you will know the truth and the truth will set you free. Hallelujah. If you are frozen and you are stuck and you feel like you don't know where to go to the left, to the right, to the forward, to the back, like I'm stuck. The truth, which is Jesus Christ, that's what's going to set you free from feeling stuck and frozen and paralyzed. It's all here in scripture, friend. So you don't have to flight. You don't have to fight and you don't have to freeze. You are God's girl and you get to flow. As I was going through my neuroscience certification and they were telling me about my brain and I was learning about all the different things. I was like, this is so awesome. But in my own mind, I'm like, wait a second. I feel like I've heard these things before. And so I was starting to tie scripture to the, the science of the brain. And I just could not, I was so excited. I'm like, listen, these, you know, the, the science is literally just complementing what's already in scripture. 
be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Take your thoughts captive, make them obedient to Christ. Like these things that are so foundational to the Christian faith that I don't think we quite get it. And I want you to get it so that we can take back territory from the enemy and let the kingdom of God shine and grow. Listen, Jesus isn't returning. Like, that's what he says. He's like, go and tell. He said to go and tell. So anyone who is like Maranatha, Maranatha, come back, Jesus. Well, you better be telling people about Jesus. And you get to do that through your business. And again, it might not look like mine, but I promise you when people see the light, there will be something they just can't explain. They just can't explain. I don't know. I like that girl. And I want to work with her. I want to hire her. I want to join her team. It's going to be the light of Jesus in you. It's nothing's really special about you. Y'all, it ain't about you. We can be so prideful and egotistical in the business space and like fear of failure. That's prideful, really. Fear of all these fears often are just like, oh, are people going to expose who I really am? I want to be exposed because I just want people to see Jesus in me. So what does it mean to flow? Well, by definition, it means to move or run smoothly with unbroken continuity, as in the manner, to pour forth like liquid. Some of you are pouring from an empty cup with your business and no wonder we're not really seeing the fruit. You're not filling your cup up with the Lord every single day so that you not just flow, but that you overflow because that is what we are actually supposed to be doing. Deuteronomy 8.15 says, he who brought you through the great fearful desert of venomous serpents and scorpions, a thirsty ground where there was no water, he made water flow from a rock. That is my heart for you today, that today maybe you've been in a dry place, but the Lord wants to get you unstuck, remove whatever is in the way of the pipes that is preventing you from flowing, which is probably fear. Remove that fear so that you can flow and not just flow, but overflow into your sphere of influence and impact the kingdom of God. Do you want to pour into people? If you want to overflow into the people that you were called to serve and in your home and in your neighborhoods, in your churches, in your communities, in these nonprofits that you have a passion about, comment below in the comments, overflow, if you are ready to overflow. Overcome fear so that you can learn how to flow and overflow. So what does this mean, Heather, right? This sounds all good. So I want to, again, take you from a very biblical perspective and then also tie a little bit to the brain science. So for the sake of time today, I have an entire um, mastermind on this, and I'm actually going to be turning this into a certification for coaches, um, but it's called the Made to Flow Academy. And here are the five principles of flowing. And we're going to really focus on three of those today. And these are the same principles that we will be using in the Seek First School of Business Tree. You know, what I realized was like, I can't coach somebody without using these principles. I can't coach somebody without using the neuroscience. I, I just can't and without using the Bible. So the five principles of flow is to fearlessly live out the word. Faithfully live out the word. But y'all, if we want to do those things, we've got to be in the word in order to even know what to do. And I find this is what's, what's happened. And this is what happened to me in the very beginning of my entrepreneurial career. The very thing that I was trying to build my business for my family and to honor God, you know, all those things was the very thing keeping me away from my family and keeping me away from God. It became an idol. It became my first love. It became my first priority. And so, oh, I'll get to my, my quiet time once I get this done. And I don't believe that you have to read the Bible at a certain time of day. But for me, I know I do so much better when I do it in the morning. And I'll just be super transparent with you. I did not get to do it this morning. I was up late preparing for this and I didn't get to wake up on time. 
So I didn't get it. So if you have been feeling like shamed about that, because maybe, and my son also did not sleep well, I had to get up a couple of times in the middle of the night. Like it's not about having to do it a certain way. It's about getting to do it, but we've got to get into the word of God. And I find that so many business women don't go to the word for strategy. And that again is what seek first school of business tree is all about. Then there's the fear of the Lord is the origin. And that's the only word that worked for the flow y'all. But the Bible says the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. (laughs) So flow with me here with that. But listen, where do we get wisdom from? You want wisdom to build your business, fearing the Lord. And it's a reverent fear. It's not a, oh, he's an angry God with a, uh, a, you know, a hammer, like getting ready to just catch you in your sin. No, he's a loving God. And he sees you, you're hidden in Christ. So he actually, when he looks at you, he actually sees you as perfect, like Jesus, his son. Fear of the Lord. And that's a reverent fear, really understanding who is God. What does it mean that God is merciful? What does it mean that he is gracious? What does it mean that he's sovereign? What does it mean that God is, he's righteous. He is, and he is an angry God. He's a jealous God. The more, again, you search in scripture, go on a treasure hunt and really look for the character and nature of God. It'll start to help you realize his power, his omniscience. He is omnipotent. He is omniscient. Like when you start to really understand that you cannot help, but fear his majesty. He is just amazing. That's the kind of fear God wants you to have of him, because that is the only fear in the Bible that I see that is approved. It's the fear of the Lord. Every other kind of fear is a fake, is a a counterfeit, and the enemy is using it to keep too many of you back. And I am not going to stand for it. The fourth principle is to follow the Lord over the world. And hello, can we not see that the world has a lot of opinions about business? How do you make six figures? How do you, how do you get to the next level? You can hustle and, oh, it's so, you know, it looks so sexy to be, have this big following, all these things. What? Who said? You're on a mission for Jesus. I hope by day five, I know that your hearts are on fire for the Lord. So we have to follow the Lord over the world. And a lot of times that's not going to look real. It's not going to make sense. And that's again, why the next one is to forget logic. Your brain is trying to make sense of why is God asking me to slow down, but I want to go faster and make more money. Or why is God asking me to pivot when I put my whole heart and soul into this business? I've been there, friend. I put my heart and soul into a business and then things started to get weird. And I'm like, what is wrong? Why am I making all this money? I have everything I could ever want. I'm at the very top of this company and I have discernment that something is off. Why would God give me all these blessings and then want to take them away? God doesn't always make sense. His ways are higher than ours. His thoughts are higher than ours. And if you're trying to use logic to figure God out, you are never going to win the way that he wants you to win. He wants you to operate in wisdom. And where do we get wisdom from? The Holy Spirit. So how do you fearlessly and faithfully live out the word? Five very practical tips, very practical. Get in the word every day. Every single day, not because religion says you have to, but because the God of the universe wrote a love letter to you. You get to friend, you can, you don't have to, I hope you choose to today. And this changed my life. I was a Christian most of my life until my thirties, because I wanted to be a good girl. It was all out of religion. And the Lord captured my heart and said, stop trying to work for your worth. Stop trying to prove yourself to me or to anybody else and just come and have relationship with me. So part of that is spending time with the Lord in the word. Get into the Bible every day. And it's not about quantity. It's about quality. 
And if you want, I have a year long Bible reading plan that you can download. You can find that on any of my social media um, places and somewhere in here too. You can download the Bible in a year reading plan. It's really, it's like reading two to three chapters of the Bible a day. It's so doable. If you can work out for 30 minutes, you can read the Bible for 10. If you can read a personal development book for however long, you can read the Bible for 15 minutes. I promise you it will be the thing that transforms your life more than anything. Whether you ever take another step further with me, I hope this is what you take away because this is what radically changed my life in 2018. I never read the Bible. I was a Christian my whole life, was raised in a Christian home, loved the Lord, you know, thought I thought I did, right? I thought I did, but until I desperately needed the Lord, he rocked my world and I lost it all to find his all. And I realized that, oh my gosh, I have been kind of, I, I kind of had some of it right, but, but a lot of it just off. And that's what the enemy wants. He wants us just to be like one degree off. So we miss it. Write the word. This is powerful. Writing out scripture. Literally science shows us there's something that happens from your brain when you take it out of your brain, out of your prefrontal cortex, and you write it on paper. This is why every expert and business coach will tell you, write your goals down. There's a reason for that because science shows that it does something. Are we writing out scripture? The Bible says that his word will not return void. I want that. I want the stuff that will, that is guaranteed. Like we want a guarantee in business, which is why we buy programs, which is why we hire coaches, which is why we ask people, how did you do what you do? The Bible is a guarantee. Let's use it. Three, we speak it. There's power in the tongue. This is why we say your words have the power to speak life or death. Why are we not speaking scripture? And I just, you know, over the last couple of years have started just speaking scripture. The Lord is my shepherd. I lack nothing. When we get these things written into our subconscious, we start making decisions and operating that 80 to 90% of our day based off of what we believe in our subconscious, what we believe in our hearts. Out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. What is in your heart? What are you speaking? Chances are, if you're spending time in the word and you're really meditating on it and you're marinating in it, those are the things that are going to come out when fear comes your way. Pray it. Listen, I've overcomplicated prayer like most of my life, but why not pray it? Just pray it. It's right there and memorize it. And I have a lot of women who come to me and they say, oh, but I just don't know as much scripture as you. Can I tell you how I learned scripture? By reading it, by meditating on it, by speaking it, by writing it by praying it. And I have so much more to learn and I want to learn it with you, which is why I'm opening up the Seek First School of Businessry. I want to surround myself with women who want to get in the word and use the word as their strategy. Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. The other, another one of the strategies for living in flow and kicking fear in the face is to follow the Lord over the world. And this positions you for this super natural success. And I've said this a couple of times, but this just makes so much sense to me. I don't know if it does. I want you to comment below. If this makes sense to you, like comment below, supernatural, your natural excellence. You are an ambitious, high achieving woman. You see the vision. God wants you to bring that. He created you that way. Listen, not everybody is ambitious. Not everybody is supposed to be an entrepreneur. Not everybody is this God-sized dreaming woman. That's, that's not everybody. And there's nothing wrong. That's okay. God created everybody uniquely. Not everybody is called to the business world. And honestly, I can be honest with you. Some of you are here trying to do a business and God's like, that's not for you. I don't know what is for you, but whatever, when you figure that out, it's like a Cinderella slipper. You put your foot in there and it just fits. And it's so right. 
I have tried many times. That's why I, you know, this multi-passion entrepreneur that I thought that I was, it was like, no, I just kept trying and trying and trying. And there's nothing wrong with trying, but I had to fail at some things and to figure out, I don't really like that in order to figure out what I do like and what God's created me to do. So your natural excellence with God's super right on top of it, it's supernatural, supernatural. Yes, Whitney. Yes, Asia, supernatural. I mean, who doesn't want that? I want that. So we talked about wisdom. And again, I talked a little bit about it. How do you operate in wisdom? Well, the Bible tells us the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. And in fact, in Proverbs 9, 10, it says the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom and knowledge of the Holy One is understanding. You need wisdom and you need understanding to build your business. And I want to show you a little bit deeper into like how this works from a understanding who you are and how God created you and how you're wired. So I'm going to take you into a little bit of like, how are you made up? I'm a really visual person and I've used this before, but this helps people so much. So I hope that it helps you today. This really helped me understand how to operate in wisdom better. You have to understand your makeup, your GPS, God's positioning system for you. You have three parts. You have flesh, which is your body. You have soul, which we'll talk about. It's your mind, your will, your emotions, and you have spirit. And when you become new in Jesus, you died to yourself. You died to your flesh. And let me tell you what, dying to your flesh is like a daily thing. Cause y'all, we are, we, we want what we want. We want what feels good. We want what sounds good. We want what makes sense. And we do this in our business too. But the Lord says that we're supposed to be spirit led. So when we die to ourselves, we become new in Jesus and we get a new spirit. It's like that born again, right? We hear these terms. Well, that was your spirit that got born again. This is really important to understand because we have to understand our makeup. And so oftentimes what happens in business and in life, we are making decisions based off of our flesh and based off of our soul. And that leaves out wisdom. Your flesh is your body, your earthly desires, your sinful nature, your human strength. All those are like your flesh is okay. It's not a bad thing, but it, we can't be led by our flesh or we're going to end up in places and spaces that we were never meant to be. Then there's your soul. This is your mind, your will, your emotions, your personality. This is where your memory is stored. This is where if you've been through trauma, this is where trauma is stored. This is, again, why I got my neuroscience certification. I went through a very traumatic experience, and I knew that the enemy used something there to keep me stuck. And there was a lie and a seed that was planted there. And actually what the Lord showed me is that lie and seed was planted when I was four years old. It's just the enemy used the same strategy when I was four years old as he did when I was 35 years old. It was the same concept. It was rooted in the same lie about who God is and who I am. And chances are that's what's happening with you today. And I want you to be set free from those lies that the enemy planted in your brain and in your mind when you were a little girl and you didn't have the opportunity to say, that is not right. And maybe you weren't even in the words. So you didn't even know that, wait, that is not right. You were supposed to be spirit led. And that's where the Holy Spirit comes in. That's where heaven comes in. Did you know you have books in heaven? The Bible tells us that you have books in heaven and not only is your name written in the Lamb's book of life, but you have books in heaven. God has a story for you and he wants to take you from glory to glory. And what's that going to require? Not the new level, new devil. That's going to require new glory, a new story. What is heaven speaking over you? What is God speaking over you? What has he created you to do? I know so many of you, it's through your business, but he wants to do a work in you before he can do the big work through you. And that's the process. That's the, the long way of the Israelites journey. And this is also where you can tap into your spiritual gifts. And if you have not taken a spiritual gifting test, everyone who comes in to seek for CEO, that is one of the things I really want you to do is take a spiritual gifting test. So you understand what do you have supernatural? What are your supernatural gifts? Like teaching is one of my supernatural gifts. If you haven't been able to tell, 
right? Like I'm not just an awesome teacher because I am so good. Like I'm an awesome teacher because that's what God created me to do. When you understand your spiritual gifts, you'll understand how you can start tapping into the very natural and supernatural things that you have access to, that it's not like trying to force it. It just works. Does it take practice? Yes. Does it take humility and like still the fear of failure and all the things? Yes. But I'm here because this is what God created me to do. You also were created to be spirit-led. Romans 8, 9 says, you, however, are not in the flesh, but are in the spirit. If in fact, the spirit of God dwells in you. If you are born again, you are supposed to be spirit-led wisdom. Romans 8, 14, for all who are led by the spirit are God, of God are sons of God. This is like your stamp of approval. And can I just say this here? We talk, and I grew up hearing about the, the mark of the beast, the mark of the beast. Do you know that in Revelation, it talks about the mark of God? Here's a mark of God right here in Romans 8, 14, for all who are led of the spirit of God, are sons of God. This is a mark. You look different. You sound different. You talk different. You do things different. When you walk into a room, people should know there's something different here. Oh, oh, there's power. Oh, this person is special. And it's not you. It's the spirit of the living God inside of you. That's where I want you to go. When you go to conferences, I want people to look at you and be like, no, oh, there's something different about that woman. When you show up online, I want people to say there's something different about her and they might not be able to put their finger on it. But when you are led by your spirit, you will be known as a son and as a daughter of God. So three keys to being led by the spirit. First and foremost, have a relationship with God. And that includes Jesus and the Holy Spirit. Listen, I grew up with, we didn't really talk about Holy Spirit in church a lot. We talk about God a lot. We talk about Jesus a lot. All absolutely necessary. Right. Um, but can we normalize talking about the Holy? I feel like, cause they're like word spirits on it. Some people, depending on how you were raised in what church or like where you come from, it's like taboo. It's kind of, I've even had people say, you know, when I don't say the Holy spirit and I just say Holy spirit, um, people have questioned that. And I used to think that sounded kind of weird. Like, why are you not saying the Holy spirit? And you're just saying Holy spirit. Well, I don't know, but I don't really say like the God or the Jesus. I just say Jesus and God. So like, we kind of have this weird idea of who the Holy spirit is. And this is another reason why I really think it's important that we get into scripture and understand why did Jesus send the Holy spirit? He said, Hey, disciples, don't be sad. I got to go. I'm going to come back, but I'm going to send you a gift. That's even better. Why do we think the Holy spirit is taboo? In fact, I believe that is so much of why my business has it's where it is today. It's because I realized that, wait, there is more to God. And if I can share anything with you, that is my heart that you see that there is so much more to who God is and he loves you so much. And perhaps you've been living a surface Christian faith life. I'm not saying that's not going to get you into heaven. If you believe that Jesus is the son of God and he died for your sins and he rose again on the third day, girl, that's your ticket. You got it. Hallelujah. But I just encourage you, if that's where you've stopped, if that's kind of where you're living and just kind of like walking through the motion, there is so much more to who God is. And I want to show that through my own personal life and through the scripture to show you there's more to God and you can go deeper with him. You can go underneath the water and you can snorkel with him and you can go like scuba diving with the Lord. The Bible actually says that, that deep calls to deep. This is another reason why I did not want to start a membership. I don't know where this is coming from, but I'm just sharing real and raw. Memberships to me are surface. They're so surface. They're like the cheapest thing that you can offer to people so that they all get in. And I told 
you know, my, my circle who I've been praying about this with for years, I'm like, I don't want just another membership where it's just super surface and you don't really get much from it. It's just a way to make a stream of income and like help people. I want the membership seek first school of business tree to be about transformation. And when you transform your heart and your mind by Jesus, you will transform your life. You will transform your marriage. You will transform motherhood. You will transform your business. It's a natural byproduct of transformation. Loved people, love people, healed people, healed people, transform people, transform people. That's what I'm looking to do. Yes, I want to bring business strategy to you. There's nothing wrong with those things, but I want to bring kingdom strategy to you so that we start operating in the kingdom way. I don't even know where my notes are, but I'm going to keep going. First John 418, there is no fear in love, but perfect love drives out fear because fear has to do with punishment. And the one who fears is not made in perfect love. Where does God want to take you? That's my question to you. Where does God want to take you? And what has fear been holding you back from? Where is it that God wants to take you that you have been struggling because of fear? Maybe it's fear of what your family or friends are going to think. Maybe it's fear of what people are going to think. Those strangers on the internet, why do we even care about that bad comment? Listen, I have like one or two people who have given me like a one star on my podcast and I, you bet you bet your butt. I scrolled all through there like, where is this person? Out of the hundreds of positive comments, and I thank you so much if you've left a review on my podcast, that one person, I'm like, oh, that's because we have a, a negative bias. And that's a whole other thing about your brain and all that. But like, we, we like want to find out what the bad thing is and it just overshadows all the good. That's what fear does. Fear makes us focus on the maybe what if bad things and we forget the God that we serve and we forget the power that we have and we forget what Jesus actually paid the price for. We should be living an acts kind of a life where the disciples were, were doing the same work that Jesus did. That is what I want to do. I want to help equip you. And the Lord is still teaching me this stuff. I am newer to this. I mean, the Lord has just awakened my eyes, especially over the last couple of years. And church, we have to rise up. We cannot be silent. And those of us who are called to business, we get to do this through our business. So what is it that's been holding you back? Is it fear of failure? Is it fear of success? Is it fear of disappointing God? Perhaps you have done some wrong things in business and now you don't trust yourself. Well, I just want to encourage you. Yeah, don't trust your flesh. Don't trust your soul. Trust your spirit, the spirit of the living God that lives inside of you. We got we to get we got to break free from some of these lies and these spirits that are attached to you. The spiritual world is very, very real. And again, it's something I don't think enough people talk about. We think we're fighting like political parties. We think we're fighting against wear a mask or don't wear a mask. We think we're fighting against, I don't know what. <laughs> we're not fighting against any of that stuff. Everything is spiritual. You're sick. I believe that's spiritual. Everything is spiritual because if we look back at the original design of how God created it in the Garden of Eden, it was perfection. That was his original intent. And even though we live in a fallen world, we can tap into the kingdom. What did God originally design? That's the way we should be living on earth. And y'all, it's going to look kind of weird. 
Where does God want to take you in 2022 and 2023 and 2024 and the rest of your life until Jesus comes or until you die? In a few weeks, I'm traveling and I have another travel fear. So I'm going to share it with you. I am so paranoid. It's like the weirdest thing. I don't know. Maybe some of you can relate. I've shared this with a few people and like, oh, me too. So I don't feel so weird. But like, I am so paranoid about forgetting my ID once I get to the airport. So much so that like the day before I will check my purse a couple times, then I'll put my purse by the door and I check my wallet, make sure my ID is in there. And then I usually check it a couple times before I leave. I literally have been on the road flying. I won't tell you how fast because I'm usually the type of person that only has like one minute to spare to get to the airport. Um, I'm not going to do that in two weeks because I don't want to start off stressed, but I'm like driving, checking in my purse, like trying to find my ID. Like again, I'm just like, oh my gosh, what if I don't have my ID? I check it and then I check it while I'm in line for the TSA. I'm like, oh my gosh, I have to check it and make sure I have it. Like, is anybody, can anybody relate to this? I mean, it's kind of weird all at the same time, but like, I, I thought about this one day and the Holy Spirit showed me why. I am so afraid of not having my ID because I know that if I don't have it, I can't get to where I want to go. Sister friend, the same goes for you. If you don't know your identity in Christ, you don't have proof of who you are as a child of God, you will never get to the destination of where God wants to take you. So what do you need? What do you need to get there? You need to know who you are in Christ. You need to have proof of identification. And it is not because of the success of your business. It's not because of the size of your podcast. It's not because of the size and the, and the, the, the awesome you know, popularity in your social media. It's not because of that. It's because of what Jesus did for you on the cross. You also need luggage. You need some accessories, right? Like I'm going to the beach, so I need my sunglasses. Maybe you need, you know, I need, um, I need all, I need a bathing suit. Like I need all these things. What is that for you in business? Well, these are kingdom tools, kingdom strategies, kingdom blueprints. Do you have the luggage and the accessories and the tools to do the very thing that God's created you to do? I promise you, you are not going to find it in the world. You will find some things, some resources that God uses other people to teach us. Yes, but you're going to find those supernatural things through the Lord, which is why having a personal relationship is absolutely crucial. And last, you need a ticket. Where do you get that ticket? You get it from your daddy, God, partnering with him. He buys you the ticket. You need to know God's will for your life. God is not hiding his will from you. It is God's will for you to know his will. He's not hiding it from you. In fact, he says, come to me and I'll tell you things you didn't know. How do we get all those things? It's really simple. And again, I think some people don't like this because it's so simple. It's like the, how do you lose weight? Well, you eat healthy and you work out. I don't want to do that. I'm telling you, how do you have a successful kingdom business? You get into the word, you spend time with God, you set goals with God, you have regular meetings with him, touch point, accountability, right? Are we on this, right? Do I have peace? Do I have not peace, right? All those things. You continue to learn and you continue to grow both in your relationship, in your faith with the Lord and in your business. It just works. It's it's naturally going to happen. You ever seen that triangle? It's like God's at the top and a man's here and a, uh, a woman's here. It's, it's, it's actually the, the marriage triangle, but it's like the closer you get to the Lord, the closer the man and the wife get to each other. 
Business is a lot like that. Like God's up here, right? Your business is over here and you're right here. The closer you get to the Lord and the more kingdom strategies you put with your business, the closer you both get to the Lord, the higher you go. You are not alone in this fight. You are not alone in business. And that's another enemy strategy. I feel like he wants to like not only discourage us, divide us, um, disappoint us, but he wants division and he wants to isolate you and make you feel like you're alone. So do you want to be surrounded by Esther's, by other Deborah's, by Ruth's, by Hannah's, by Mary's? Like, is that who you want to surround yourself with when you're going into business? If that's you, then I cannot encourage you enough to become part of the Seek First School of Business Tree. It's a monthly membership that I'm opening up to founding members just this month um, at a discounted price and for you to really help me tailor it to what you want and what you need. So if I have your permission, I wanna share a little bit more of some things that I have not shared this week. And actually just to tell you, I wasn't even planning on talking about Seek First School of Business Street until today, but the Lord's just like, why won't you tell them on Monday? Because you're giving them the, you know, you're giving away the three month membership. So you might as well tell them like what it is. And so I wasn't even planning on talking about it every day. I'm glad that I did because as of this morning, 23 of you have already decided to jump in. I've got some messages from you. You're like, oh my gosh, I didn't even watch the video, but like I just, the whole thing, I didn't watch all of them, but I'm ready. Like I, I know this, some of you, this is how cool God is too. Some of the scriptures that I have used, I got a message this morning and she said, the very thing that I'm reading in the Bible is what you talked about in your lesson. And I knew that was a sign of God that I'm supposed to work with you. Like it was not coincidence. Listen, there are no coincidences in the kingdom. God is a God of purpose and intention. So if I have a few minutes of your time, I would like to share a little bit more of the bigger vision. Listen, I'm a, I'm a visionary. I got notebooks full of stuff for this thing. So I've shared a little bit with you this week about like what you get. So yes, you get, um, you get me as a teacher, you get me as a coach, you get me as a mentor, you get me with discipling. Right. And then I also am going to bring in experts from the industry to whether it's, you know, a copywriter or a blogger or a social media expert or a professional in the network marketing industry, right? Like it's like something, whatever you need, that's what I want to get the tools because we are an army. Like, do you get that? Like we're an army of God. And I think so often in business, we can think like we, you know, we want to do this alone or we want to keep. And I, I was guilty of that for a while until God kept pointing me back to Moses. He's like, Heather, you're a Moses. You need Aaron. You need, or you can't do this alone. So I am, you know, I've been talking with some people about this, but I want to build out a team of coaches, of mentors, of teachers, of leaders. I look at this a lot like the network marketing industry, y'all. Like I had the highest of highs in that profession and the lowest of lows, but the Lord keeps taking me back to it. And he's like, Heather, that's how I want you to do this. I'm at the top. I own this thing. And I want leaders who want to lead. And then I want those leaders to go out and go tell and be a light for me and grow these businesses to do awesome things for the kingdom. And then they attract other people to them that they don't really know why, but like, oh yeah, I want to hire you to be my graphic designer because yeah, like you, there's something about you. Oh, I want to hire you to be my photographer. I want to hire you to be my real, real estate agent. I want to hire you to be my upline in network marketing. I want to hire you like to be my coach. I just see it working just like network marketing. It's like God's at the top me and some leaders here, and then we're going to train you guys. And then you're going to go train the next people. And you're going to go train the next people. I see this really being a movement, 
not just some membership. I don't want it to where you invest, you know, some money every month and then you don't actually use it. I want Esther's and Deborah's and Ruth's and Mary's and the women that want to lock arms and take back territory from the kingdom of darkness and share Jesus with the world simply through your presence and through your words and through your responses to people. I have a God-sized vision for this membership, and I want to give you exactly what you need for where you are, both in your faith journey. Why are my pictures not showing up? Let me see if this works. Um, <laughs> um, both in your faith journey and in your business journey. Like we are all in different places in our business. And I feel like that's been something that's kind of held me back a bit because I'm like, well, I don't really know. Like I have so much in my brain and in my heart that I want to make sure that I'm giving the things that they actually need. So as a founding member, that's where we're going to work together. You're going to provide me feedback. So if you're all looking for like step one, step two, like today, like maybe you want to wait to become not a founding member. Um, and, and, but I'm looking for feedback from you. So you're going to be getting a uh, questionnaire next week about all the things about your business. Like, I want to know who's coming into this. Where are you? What industry are you in? Um, where are you financially? What do you, where do you want to go? Right. There's all those things that I want to figure out. How do we tailor this to where you are? As a founding member, we're going to work together. You're going to provide feedback and the membership is going to continue to get more and more robust with more resources, more coaches, more mentors, and more opportunities to grow together. Y'all like, this is how I see this. I see conferences. I see retreats. I see local meetups where, you know, maybe you are in Texas and you've got some girls that you want to get together because you need to, you want to do life with people. Yes, virtual is awesome, but I want to see you face to face. I want to hug you. I want to like celebrate with you in person. So I see, I see local meetups where we're going to have these little, like these little communities where then you become the leader. Like it's, this isn't the Heather show. I want to equip you so that you become the leader both in your business and in your community. I see merch. Y'all, I had a boutique. I had a faith-based apparel business too. And I see that coming back. I had to lay that down in 2019 when the Lord said you were too busy. I cannot wait to bring that stuff back. I see subscription boxes and I have an idea for you to be able to put your products and your services in the subscription box. And so much more. Like this is not gonna happen tomorrow, but this is what we're building out here over time. And through that, I want to build a community of like-minded, kingdom-hearted, Jesus-loving women. Does that sound like good to you? I don't know. Tell me, tell me what you, um, tell me what you're thinking. Like, does this sound exciting? Drop some emoji. Tell me something because I am so excited for this. I literally cannot tell you I have been waiting for, this has been in the works for years. And I actually argue to say this has been worked since I was born. Some of the core things that you'll be getting, right? That truly, I had someone message me yesterday and she goes, I just need you to know, like, you're worth way more than $47, Heather. What are you doing? And I was like, well, thank you. I take that as a big compliment. Thank you. This really isn't about money for me. Like, it's really not. I'm, I make more than enough. I make more than enough on my one-on-one -on -one clients and my group coaching programs. Like, this is about giving you the tools that the Lord has taught me over the last eight years and continues to teach me. And I wanted to make it affordable. Now the price is going up. It's not staying at $47 forever because what you're going to get is like crazy. And again, that's why several people have messaged me. Some of my one-on-one -on -one clients are like, what are you doing? Like you charge me a whole lot more. And I'm like, well, hold on. So there's, this is going to be robust. 
And I'm looking for you for feedback to help me build it the way that makes the most sense. So each month you're going to receive a training from me, similar to what you've got in these weeks. And really, what are you needing? And what is the Lord telling me that you need? Um, I want to be very spirit led with this. Then you're also going to get expert trainings every single month. I'm going to bring people in who are the experts in whatever, Pinterest, TikTok, Reels, whatever. I don't, I don't know what you need, but that's what I'm going to ask you in, in the questionnaire. Like, what do you need? Um, maybe it's mindset stuff. And all of you, it's mindset stuff. I'll just tell you that now. For me, it's mindset stuff. For To go from glory to glory, God wants to give you a new story. And the story has to start up here. You can never be what you can't see. And that's a whole other thing. And I'll, I'll use the neuroscience and teach you guys some of those things as well. Um, all of these trainings that you're going to get are going to be stored in a membership vault where only you have access to, but you also have access to it for as long as you're a member. So if you, you know, somebody who joins three years from now, they, they get what you get today, but you're building this with me to custom tailor this to what you want. Each month, you'll also get coached by me. That'll depend on how many people are in the group. And then as that continues to grow, I will be hiring other coaches other teachers to come in and help. We're going to start with what we have. This is what I encourage you to do if you're in business and you're kind of like, ah, start with what you have and you just continue seeking him first and he will give you everything that you need. And that's what we're doing here. Again, for those who don't know, like I am double certified. I have a neuroscience certification and I have my biblical life coaching certification. So I've struggled with like, what do I call myself? A life coach or a business coach? Listen, I'm much more concerned about your heart and your soul and where you're going. Like that's my first and foremost. Are you, are you going to be in heaven with me? Like, are we going to hang out in new Jerusalem together? Like, that's what I want, but more than I want you to build a six, seven, whatever figure business. But then I also care about that too, because I know when the money is in the hands of the right people, we're going to do awesome, awesome things. And we're going to bring more people into the kingdom. So over time, we'll be hiring coaches and all these things to help with the program. Some other membership perks I didn't mention to you this week. First of all, you get to network with like-minded people. God has connected me with the coolest people. I see T in the comments. She's like, I'm your ride or die. She is my ride or die. T has bought like everything I have ever offered over the past, I don't know how many years. And I love her. She's gone through every program that I've ever offered. She's like, you know, I'm in. Um, yes, Katie, you want to be part of this movement? Yes. And again, I want to encourage you. This is not about me. This is about the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords, Jesus, who died for you and me, not just for us to make a lot of money, but for us to make a lot of money and share him with the world. I don't know why I'm getting so like, I feel like if you know the behind the scenes of my heart and my business, you will know that I have struggled and it just feels so good to know that I am doing exactly what he has been waiting. I have been the Israelite who has taken the long journey, who has cried out to the Lord, begged him to tell me what I'm supposed to do. And it has been hard. I had to lose it all to find his all. And I can tell you out of all the accolades and all the successes that I've experienced from a worldly perspective, I am not, I am the most proud of this, that I get to share these things with you guys. I did not plan on crying, but I can't help to see this come to fruition. Everything we do should be for Jesus. And I did not do that for most of my career. And I know that if we change our hearts and we change our minds, our businesses are going to change and we're going to find satisfaction and we're going to find joy and we're going to be so excited, not overwhelmed, not burnt out, not frustrated, not disappointed. We're going to be on fire for the Lord. And that's who I want to lock arms with. Um, you also, let me go back to my notes. I need a tissue. Um, <laughs> 
You also get your name in the Seek First CEO directory. Listen, I want to shout you out. You're a graphic artist. You're a web designer. You're a coach. I want other people to know about you. I want you in a directory where I really feel like there's going to be this like seek for CEO seal where like, listen, I'm a seek for CEO. You come to my website, you see this. Um, I actually had that prophetically spoken over me that you all have a seal of something. And I was like, well, I don't know what that is, you know, I'm just kind of praying into it. But I really feel like it's like this seek for CEO where everywhere we go, people will know, oh, she's a kingdom girl. She's, she's a, she's a, she loves the Lord and she's doing this for a much bigger thing than just making money. You know, that's one of the biggest things I think in network marketing that people are like, oh, I don't want people just to think I want to make money off of them. Well, why not? Walmart makes money off of you. Starbucks makes money off of you every day. But when we notice that it's really not about just the money, something else, oh, so good. So I want to, on my website, I'm going to have a seek first CEO directory. You're in a network marketing business. I, I, there, someone's looking for a kingdom plexus, you know, rep, whatever. There you go. There's some there. Like I want to share you with the world. You also have an opportunity to apply to be on my podcast. Again, I want to share you with the world. If you have wisdom, you have been through, everybody has a story. No matter if you built the crazy business, you know, from the world's perspective of success or not, like I want to share you with the world. My podcast, the Lord is so interesting. In my very first year of podcasting, it was all about like God, like I didn't want to have guests. And I just prayed about that. I was like, is that wrong? Like, you know, and my podcast coach, um, she's like, no, you can have a solo show. It could be just you. And I'm like, well, I have a lot to say. And she's like, we'll just do that. But the Lord slowly started to position and shift position for the pivot, right? He was positioning my heart. And it was like, oh, I really feel like there's so many women with incredible stories. And I'm like, yeah, I need to start sharing those with people because they have testimonies and they have stories that they have gifts and to share with the world. And slowly the Lord started shifting me. And so I want to bring members of this into the podcast. You have a story to tell. I want to share you with the world. I want to use the platform that the Lord has blessed me with to shout you from the rooftops, because I know it's really not shouting you from the rooftops, it's shouting Jesus from the rooftops. And when we can collaborate as kingdom, oh my gosh, just think about how much stronger we will be when we link arms together. You ever played Red Rover, Red Rover as a kid? I don't know where that came from, but like Red Rover, Red Rover, you know, like there's strength in numbers. Why are we competing in the kingdom? Why are we feeling like, oh, well, now because she's a, you know, she's a business coach, like I can't, you know, like she's competition. There is no competition in the kingdom. There are so many souls that need one. There is, there is enough. And there are so many clients and potential customers and potential team members. Listen, this is the prosperity mindset. More than enough. More than enough. And you will also get discounts for one-on-one coaching. So that will be me. And then my team that I'm building out that I'm so excited for. Um, and those will be coaches that will be have been trained by me. So they'll understand the science and the Bible, how that all goes together. So anyways, that's another opportunity because in this program, you're not getting one-on-one coaching with me. You're getting group coaching, which will end up being one-on-one. It'll just be in a group setting. But if you want to get one-on-one from me and other people, you'll get a discount to those things. Um, and any other thing that I do, you'll get discounts to. So listen, I could go on and on. I don't want to keep like, I'm surprised that 18 of you are still on here <laughs> because I'm like, this is usually the part where everybody drops off. Uh, just so you know, in, in sales, right? This is the part where everybody's like, all right, see you later. She's trying to sell me something. I'm not trying to sell you something. I'm trying to partner with you. I'm trying to partner with you and lock arms with you so that you can shine so bright into the world that needs hope. It needs 
the gifts that you have to offer. It needs your products. It needs your services. It needs the hope of Jesus. And you are going to be a light on a city in a hill that cannot be hidden. I don't know about you, but I, I hope you're excited. I hope you kind of are catching the vision here. Um, I don't normally share all this stuff, but I don't know. The Lord just led me to. And so here we are. Does this sound like something that you've been looking for? And perhaps it's something you didn't even know existed. And I honestly can say, I don't think it existed. It's the thing that's been being birthed for what feels like forever. And it's been agonizing, but it is here. And I'm so excited. And I would be so humbled and so honored to be able to lock arms with you and to get kind of a back, a back behind the scenes. I get like a front row seat backstage pass to your business and your life. And I want to pour into you and bring the right people into our sphere to pour into you so that you can then be propelled and get to the destination. So if this sounds like something you're interested in, the link is right here. You can go on this link bit.ly forward slash seek first school of business tree. If you are a founding member, it's only $47 for your lifetime of access. As long as you remain a member, you get to pay $47. So the people that come in later, they're going to be paying more because you and I are going to build this thing out to where it's so robust and it's going to be worth a lot more than $47. But I wanted to give you that have committed to this business tree bootcamp who have just you know, surrendered your hearts to the Lord to say, God, your way, not mine. I want to just honor that. And I felt like the Lord said $47. So I said, okay, let's do it. Um, bit.ly forward slash seek first school of business tree. Here's what's going to go down. You're going to sign up. You're going to get access to this, which has no content in it. I don't want to do that. Listen, I could create over here all day long, but that's not what I want to do. I want to create because of what you specifically need. All of that to say, there's no content in the Seek for School of Business Tree. We will be meeting for the first time. We're going to do a big welcome call on April 1st. It's April Fool's. It's my husband's birthday as well. We're going to do a call on that day. And then we're going to figure out the schedule and how that's all going to work. Um, all that to say, what I wanted to do for those of you who jumped on board, this is a monthly membership. So you will be, will be charged every month. It's like, to me, like the best business write-off you can ever have. Um, you will instantly get access to all of these other bonus materials worth over $2,000 of content that I've already created in the past. A couple of those, Bloom Academy, if you're in a season of your life where you're like, man, I just don't know what I'm supposed to be doing. I'm just really wrestling. Well, this is the program that I created that was birthed out of my dead season out of my season of desperately crying out to the Lord, asking him what I was supposed to do. It's when I lost it all and I was begging the Lord, show me what you want me to do. I only want to do what you want me to do. And so if that's your heart, this program is for you. It is eight weeks. It will literally be the most brutal thing you've ever done. It's brutal because it's going to just like search your heart and your mind. And it's also going to be the most beautiful life-changing thing you've ever done. I just had a woman go through it. Um, Jess, she's probably on here watching the replay. I love you, Jess. Um, and it's been just so incredible to see how God's been using that. Um, business Tree Blueprints Workshops Bundle, you'll get that too. It's a series of lessons very similar to this, only it goes deeper in some of the things we talked about. You'll also get the Bloom Your Biz Bundle. It's specifically for people who have network marketing businesses or online businesses. So I just want to position that so that you're not like bamboozled if you're a realtor and you're like, wait. However, all that to say that there are tips in there, like everything that I've ever built, the boutique, the apparel, the coaching, like I did it through the same strategies that I learned in network marketing. So God will waste nothing. Hello. Um, so I don't know if you guys have questions. I would love to answer them. Asia already signed up. Yay. Latoya signed up. Yay. I have a couple of people that um, 
Yes. Hi, Tia. I just love you, girlfriend. Um, thank you, Bernadette. Whitney says, I'm still here. So if you have questions, by all means, send them to me. You can ask right here if, if you want to. Um, hi, Ashley. Um, if you want to ask questions here, I'm happy to hang out. I know we're a little past the hour. Um, Rochelle says she's in. Whoop, whoop. Yes, Katie. She says she signed up just sitting here. Yay. I am so excited. And um, um, Tia, yes, your girlfriend. How long do we have to decide before we lose access to founding member price? Emily, I'm going to do that. Uh, that's going to end at the end of this month. So yeah, there's no pressure. There's no like, you only have 24 hours. I played that game too. Hey, listen, I believe that if God wants you in this, you're going to have peace. You might not know, maybe you're not even making $47 yet in your business. Maybe you're not. And I get that. You know, some people might say $47 is nothing. And some people might say, I don't have $47. I want to encourage you. If you are making decisions based off of your bank account, you got something twisted. And I'm not saying, and by just let me, let me preface this. I'm not saying that, oh, well, you need to sign up because God will provide. I'm saying, pray, ask the Lord for peace. And then if he says yes, boom, you're going to have the 47. I know what it's like to not know how I'm going to feed my children. I know what it's like, and God provided all my needs. So if he, if his hand is on this and his permission is yes, then it's going to work. You're going to have peace about it. Okay. So I just want to encourage you with that. Can you watch this on this week on replay? Yes. Tiffany. Great question. How much is the one-on-one if we don't win? Um, let me, Asia, I'm, I'm not sure if I understand that question. Um, so how much is my one-on-one -on -one coaching? If you want to know about that, just shoot me a message. We can totally do a discovery call and I can share with you what that looks like. Um, it, it just varies depending on where you are. How long do we have to decide? I already got that before we lose access. Okay, got that. Um, can I watch this replay this week on replay? Yes, ma'am. Yes, Tiffany, you can watch it all on replay. So here's the deal. I'm going to leave this up for um, definitely this month, probably the next week too. Definitely this next week, probably the next week because I'm going to be on a retreat. Um, and I just don't want to worry about work. And so I'm not going to worry about like taking it down. Um, at the same time, all of these recordings will come down from this group and they're going to be going into a vault that you get access to if you're a member of the Seek for School of Business Street. So watch them get all the goodness here before they go away. And then if you really want access to this week, as well as the last boot camp, which was some similar concepts, but y'all, every time I teach, it's, it's different. That's just how it works. Um, that's why the Holy Spirit's so good. So I, if you want access to that, you have access to that, plus a lot of other lessons that you can just dive into and really just binge on over the next couple of weeks until we can really get started in April for the Seek First School of Business Tree. Um, yes. Awesome. Hey, yay. Okay. If you have any questions, by all means, send me a message. Um, otherwise I'm just excited to see you on the inside. And if you decide not to join, this isn't your season. This isn't where you're at or whatever, for whatever reason, I pray that this week blessed you. And so can I just leave you with this? Um, thank you. Thank you for allowing me to do what I was created to do. It takes everybody. Right. Um, and just, I just want to pray a special blessing over you and your business. So father God, I thank you so much for bringing me through the fire to get on the other side of this, to have a testimony for you. And Lord, I know every single woman listening to this has a testimony that you want her to share. So Lord, whatever path all of these women are on and whatever path you are taking them on, Lord, I just pray that you bless them indeed. Father, I pray that you increase their territory for the kingdom. And Lord, I pray that you are with them 
every single step of the way. You are beside them. You have gone before them and you are behind them. Lord, I thank you for that. And Father, I pray just to come against the enemy that we keep the enemy, you keep the enemy far, far away. But Lord, when fear creeps in, she is able to take the thought captive and she is able to make it obedient to Christ and say, back off. Do you know who my dad is? I don't have to bow down to fear, but I get to rise up in faith. So Lord, I pray a special blessing over her, her family, her marriage and her future and everything that she touches. Lord, I pray that there are blessings upon blessings upon blessings upon blessings. Lord, this is all for you. And we thank you that you are such a good, good father. You give us so much more than, than what we deserve. You see us as a value. And so, Lord, I thank you for that. Lord, this is for you, for your glory, for your honor. And I ask all of this in your precious and holy name. Amen. I'll see you on the inside.